and welcome to the show. This is Real Estate Radio. I'm Jason Stubbs, your host, your mortgage professional, your consumer advocate for all things real estate. Appreciate you guys. Podcast listeners, it's easy to do. You can go to, uh, just check it out. It's uh, SoundCloud and iTunes, Real Estate Radio, Jason Stubbs. Also, stubbsradio.com is our website. It's just been redone by ATX Web Design. So uh, go check all that stuff out. All right, we're going to get right to it. We've got a good show uh, coming up. Uh, we are not done here. We, we're here for, we got a little bit more to go. So I want to introduce you uh, guys to someone that uh, has been hanging out with us. Um, and man, you, you've been uh, on the show a couple times now. Robert Winterbottom with Better Homes and Gardens, Home City, realtor that uh, just got out of uh, you did a little business transaction this morning. You're out there working and you, you, you came sliding in, man. Welcome, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Yeah, I just got back uh, from doing a closing out in Bastrop, uh, finding a home for, for my client out there. So real excited to, you know, like I said, I told you before, I go pretty much anywhere, everywhere. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, it takes me to Kyle. Sometimes it takes me to uh, Lampasas. I've sold out there as well. Um, and this time, uh, this is my second home I've sold out in Bastrop. So um, yeah, I'm happy to be a, make, made it back here. Good deal, man. So, um, we, I, I, you've got uh, what book is you? You've got a bunch of them out there. I'm, I've got a book in front of me, um, expired. I mean, it says formula to sell any home. Tell me about this thing. Well, I got yeah. I released two new books. Uh, this one's uh, how to sell your expired listing. And what I mean by that is it's it's based, what what, I, what I'm seeing now on the market, and this happens pretty much. And Sean can contest to this too that it happens. You know, yearly, uh, some markets it will slow down and. Neighborhoods, areas of the city, and they'll have a listing agreement that goes, you know, sixty days, ninety days, uh, six months, whatever it is. But it expires, and they get frustrated, and they, you know, they think, well, my house can't be sold, or it's very difficult to sell. So I kind of, you know, put my thoughts together. I talked to some other agents, got their thoughts, and just put something together to say, hey, this is, these are the things you need to do to sell a, a hard to sell home. Um, and th- that doesn't mean necessarily what the market is willing to give you, but sometimes it's, it's a, you know, it's a master bedroom that's up. It's a, it's an odd room that's, that's attached to the living room. It's a small kitchen. It's, there's certain things that sometimes people just turn off to. And this just kind of talks about some of those things and just trying to help you, uh, you know, get your home, you know, back on the market and get it sold. I mean, what, what can you do? I mean, obviously, you know, it's, it's, you know, a lot of it comes down to price, but I know that there's more that goes into that. But I remember years ago, we we're looking for uh, a home in Balconies. And I was like, ooh, that price is right. Mm-hmm. And you walked in, and you walk in, it's like just, you know, no big deal. It's an entryway, and there's a mantle. You're like, all right, well, this is not bad. And you take a right in this living room, and that mantle's the whole division of the downstairs. Mm-hmm. So you go all the way down, and then boom, there's the kitchen. You know, so it's like you have this giant, like, stone wall that's completely divided the whole entire bottom floor. So it's like kitchen on one side, living on the other. And it was just the most awful design I've ever seen. So, yeah, we, we I know exactly what you're saying, and, and especially even in Balconies. I mean, you're, you're talking about an older neighborhood. You got homes built in the late 70s, early 80s. Um, you know, they're not going to be the, the current homes that are being built today, obviously. And they're going to have those types of of, of things in them and sellers, or excuse me, buyers have to be willing to, to jump in and, and see the possibilities. Like, what if we tear that mantle out? What if we move this wall? Is this a load bearing wall? Can we open this kitchen up? So it's going to take some creativity. And I talk about that in the book too, um, as far as, you know, agents, 
like myself, you know, putting together some ideas, you know, um, maybe even getting somebody to come out there to say, hey, this is what you could do at the house. You know, here's some plans. Here's some ideas because it doesn't really cost much to get some plans drawn up to say, hey, this is what the possibilities are for a house, especially an older house. Um, you know, and maybe even getting quotes for pools. I mean, pool people would love to come out, give you a quote because they know that if, you know, if it's got enough impervious coverage or there's not too much impervious coverage to put a pool in the back, you know, put them a pool plan out there to say, hey, you know, this is what you can do with this. You know, do some legwork for the buyers that are possibly coming in. But, yeah, I, I get it. And well, That's where the buyers can find some deals sometimes too, yeah. especially that's where, mm-hmm. you know, you can go in as the listing agent or potential listing agent and reach out because you might know some borrowers that have been looking at that neighborhood you know, but maybe were priced out or didn't get the house they want, you know, you can go into this house that was maybe overpriced for an extended period of time and get somebody in there, you know, and offer a lower price. And I mean, that's exactly how we got our house. I mean, it, it was kind of, it was like, like you said, it was an older house built in the, in the mid eighties and it was compartmentalized. Right. And you walked in and there's anything you walked in, here was this huge fireplace in this really small living room with this like 1980s weird dining room and then a wall to the kitchen and everything just felt small. Well, all we did was we we cut half that wall down, and all of a sudden the house felt three times as big. Right. You know what I mean? And that, and that for about three grand, we were able to do that. You right. Know? And meanwhile, we got the house for forty five thousand below its original list price. Right. You know, because it just sat and sat. I mean, I just watched. I mean, I I watched the price tick 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 tick. Every time I saw price reduction, I just waited. I watched it come down. Watched it yep. come down. Watched it come down. And then you knock a wall down, and you get all that value back. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's like yeah. you got a brand new kitchen, more or less. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. And and now somebody's the next person when we go to yeah. sell, it's going to walk in and be like, "What do you mean it's only twenty three hundred square feet? <laughs> Sweet, twenty three hundred square feet." This place looks huge, and it really does. Right, it looks a lot right. bigger than it really is. Yeah, and you and I are working with a buyer right now that's looking at doing just that. I mean, she's looking at overpriced home that's already been updated, upgraded, and then there's this other one sitting there, you know, hard to sell because it's not updated. It's got a lot of wallpaper. It's got a, it's got a, you know, a kit, a funky kitchen. But she can do the same thing to it, and that's what she's she's willing to do. And you just got to show them the possibilities of. Uh, you know, of what the house could be done just by knocking over a wall or doing a couple things. Yeah, without a doubt. And so, I mean, what are some of the things that uh, these folks need to, you know, avoid? I mean, you know, obviously if you can't sell your house, there's a reason, you know, so, you know, things that, uh, you know, that, that you want to, you know, what, what do you need to avoid? I mean, one is like get out of your own way, meaning, you know, Matt was just talking about it in the previous segment, like the market doesn't really care about your feelings. You know, right. the, the market doesn't care what you're going to get for your album. I Mar- the- spend some money. Spend <laughs> some money and do things money. right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, mean fix those, it and make those, it look pretty. Yeah, and those are the hard conversations that you have to have with some clients. I mean, I just uh, sold a gentleman. I, I hear you. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't don't use my money. Spend your money. Spend but yeah, money. I, I had uh, but sell I, my house. I, sell it. I know. You want to sell your house? You got to spend your yeah, money. That's right. Right. So right. Get the proceeds. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> hard to sell a home. Uh, I didn't get the listing. He was going to turn it over to me. I won't say who the broker was on that one, but I think I coached him enough, and he coached his his. Uh, current broker on what to do. And then he finally did what I told him to do and he sold it, but it's okay. But I mean, but he put money into it. I said, maybe you have to put a little bit of money in it to make it look where it needs to uh, be on. It was mostly on the outside. Um, but there's things, I mean, things to avoid, like you, like you said, you know, uh, really it's, it's really not so much to avoid. It's just mostly it's more education of your neighborhood. Know what's going on in your neighborhood. Who's selling what, what's it selling for? Uh, don't stop and just say, well, and, and mull over your own property. Ask your agent, What's sold? You know, hey, I saw a house down the way. What did it sell for? Maybe it's a two-story, yours is a one-story. It doesn't matter. Just get an idea of the market value, what it is, and you know what? Go visit those homes. See, what's, see what's in them to see what it is that maybe they – why they sold so quickly. When they, You know what I mean? So Let me ask you this. How do you – in an area, you know, the current the current clients that we were talking about, we talked to this morning, 
you know, she's looking in Lakeway, right? So Lakeway, like a lot of people know, just like Balconies, it's kind of all over the map, right? Because most of the homes were built in the 70s and 80s, and you've got some that have been completely gutted and remodeled, some that are original, and some that are kind of in between. So how hard is it, I guess, for you when either talking to your a seller out there or your buyer you're working with now to kind of compare? Because it's almost hard to compare apples to apples when you've got, you know, I, I look out there at the price seller map, you'll have 3,000 square feet for... Six hundred thousand. You'll have three thousand square feet for four hundred eighty thousand. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you how do you come up with that number when it is something that truly needs, you know, work versus something that's completely been you know redone? Well, well that's exactly what we're going through right now with with the buyer that we're working with right now. Um, the the home that she that she was looking at that she we put an offer in on was priced you know well above what anything else was sold in that area. Now, when I ran the comps myself, there is no there is no comps, not even a matching floor plan in that particular community to compare to. So even asking the listing agent uh, who, you know, in this case was also the seller, where did you come up with your numbers? <laughs> you know, where did you come up with the numbers, right. right? And she sent me the upgrade list. She told me all the things she did, which is all fine and well, but at the end of the day, appraisers still need three appraisals, you know, or, you know, you got to, they've got to justify enough if there's not enough in there to, to justify the upgrade. So, says you never want to have the most expensive house. You in the do block. not. Yeah. And, and, and never, you yeah, never want the most expensive house on the block. So, so that's, you're the only one with gold lines out front. You are in big trouble. I've always been the opposite, right? You want the, you want the cheapest <laughs> house in the nicest name. neighborhood. That's yeah, what you want. Absolutely. And you want see, the cheapest house. In the and this is where I would like to give her a coaching as, as a home that's going to be hard to sell. Cause this home has been on the market for a while. And I try to, you know, it's like, well, you, you put all these updates and upgrades, you put it at a price that you, you want to get everything you want out of it. And you think you're going to get it, but the market's not going to give that to you. Now, she's going to lease the home now, but but you just got to educate your buyer. So my buyer in, in that same conversation, I, we don't want to get we don't want to get into uh, a contract, go to inspection and then get to appraisal and find out, hey, it's 20,000 below. Um, so I don't want to go down that rat hole. I'm going to educate my buyer first because I don't want them to be disappointed because then they just lost a lot of money and then and then find out that they're not going to negotiate when it comes to appraisal. So anyway, I don't know if that, I'm just, no, I don't that know answers your question. No, that, but, that does. But and, you, you got to look at everything around it as well. And uh, guys, if you're just tuning in, this is Real Estate Radio. I'm Jason Stubbs. You got any real estate questions, uh, property management questions, mortgage questions, 512-640-9610. Um, we are sitting here with Robert Winterbottom with A Better Homes and Gardens, uh, Home City, and Matt Lesper, 1836 Property Management. Um, but when we come back, uh, Robert, I want to get into, you know, the the time of, uh, you know, the, the, the year we're in. I mean, in this fourth quarter. So from a buyer perspective. Uh, I love this time to buy. I think this is pro- potentially one of the best times to buy, but uh, why don't you poke holes in that? We'll, we'll uh, more uh, we'll hop on that uh, here in just a little bit. Jason Stubbs, this is Real Estate Radio. We'll be right back. NRL Mortgage is an equal housing lender. NMLS number 181407. 